conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that's not quite my tempo. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? I'm, you know, Dan, I'm still thinking about the fact (laughs) that for this wonderful movie we're going to talk about today, J.K. Simmons was so ripped. He's so shredded. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I'm at today. That's where I am meeting you today is bewilderment. Anna did did point while we were watching it and it was like he's so jacked i said i was like why is this man yoked like what (laughs) what is up with him all he has for breakfast is a scoop of protein powder that he doesn't even add to like liquid he just chews it on top of egg whites yes raw yeah wow crazy (laughs) uh but how are you anna Better. Um, Dan, as I was just lamenting to you before we started recording, I had to push my wedding back a week and find a new venue. But we're mm-hmm. out here. We booked it. We got it on lock. My mommy is cutting the check as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I only cried twice. Good. Thank you. That's big for me, okay? <laughs> that is big. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a stress cry. I'm sure. So like, I feel like that's worse. Yeah. I- I'm sure there will be no more stress in your wedding planning. Oh, God. I hope not. I know there will be, but mm-hmm. we can hope and pray. I'm just going to keep my emotional support water bottle right next to me. My cherry hint, not sponsored. And um, mm-hmm. stay hydrated because as my tears fall out, I got to replenish. yeah (laughs) cool uh speaking of somebody who could have used an emotional support water bottle uh the movie that we're talking about today is whiplash wait dan how are you i forgot to ask i'm so sorry it's so hard because i ask you before we start recording and then we're recording i ask you before we start recording too and then i ask again i know how are you dan (laughs) i am good thank you Thank Love you for you. asking. I'm not planning a wedding, so I'm not that stressed. Yeah, you're already married. You're you're old hat, Dan. Yes. You know, I wish I could wear hats. More hats. Hats don't fit my head. Uh, uh, um You know you can you said get old them, hat. Like, yeah, yeah, but those are expensive. I just want to be able to go grab a hat and put it on and be like, "Ah, look at that. That fits me." You no. can go to a store and get one that's like Okay, what's the circumference of your head? Okay, this hat is, I don't know, I almost said 48 inches, and then I realized that's, that's like <laughs> really that's bigger a than large my waist. circumference. I was Much say, larger than my waist. That's larger than my waist, too. Two skinny legends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I realized that that was like, you know, uh, not a head proportion for a second. Yes. It's, they would do like seven and like, three eighths. Yeah. Seven like and a half. Twelve. We got a big That's noggin. still very large. I wish I could measure my head right now. Now I'm like curious. Eh, anyway. You want to do some phrenology on yourself? Yeah, I want to do. I need to go back and look at my costumes uh, measurements that we used to get for theater. I'm rolling away and looking if I have a tape measure in here really quick. Don't mind me. <laughs> this is the high quality film criticism that you come here for. Anyway, there's no hats in this uh, movie. <laughs> No, there aren't. There's actually zero hats, and it's very disappointing. No, wait, that's not true. J.K. Simmons does wear a fedora, which is red flag. He he walks into the room. He walks in, and he, and he literally, it. when he first appears on screen, he's wearing a fedora. If anything, that's worse, that the only hat that's is a fedora. A red flag. And yet... We love him. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the 
the movie we are watching is Whiplash, written and directed <sighs> by Damien Chazelle. Technically based on the short film Whiplash by Damien Chazelle, but not really because they made the short film to get funding for this movie. It's just a scene that they filmed beforehand. Um, hmm. Produced by a bunch of people. Most importantly, Jason Blum. Um. Okay, the, the gasp, I gasped. When I saw the Blumhouse logo on the screen, I said, well, this is kind of scary, like in a in a stressful way. And there's some right? blood, I guess. Yeah. But it's I, I guess. It's not the typical horror movie output from that. I literally, when I saw it, paused to make sure I had the right movie on. <laughs> I was like, did I click something else? Is there a. A car crash movie called Whiplash? Did I do something wrong? I mean, Literally, I was like, is this produced... Annabelle's Whiplash or something? They, they also made Black Klansman, which is oh. interesting. Okay, so I guess what I'm hearing is Jason just said, this movie looks banging and I'm going to put my money on it <laughs> so that I can make some money to make more horror films. <laughs> kind of, yeah. King, it works. King behavior. Um, so I can make Five Nights Miles. at Freddy's. <laughs> you said king behavior and then immediately followed up with so i could make five nights at freddy's dan did i stutter i love five nights at freddy's i'm admitting it listen uh, i did post go a back meme on reddit on my, <laughs> i posted a meme on my instagram today that said it's okay everybody's a little cringe sometimes <laughs> yeah i a love little. five nights at freddy's <laughs> anyway whiplash starring <laughs> Uh, Odometer, sorry, Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, Paul Reiser, Melissa Benoit, and that's basically it. Those are the four yeah. main characters. Miles she's also not really a main baby. character. She's famous, though. She was on Glee. I can't believe I just said that. She was on Glee. You know what I mean. She's Supergirl. Yes. I think, so when she showed up on screen, I went to Anna, hey, it's Supergirl. And she said, you said that last time. <laughs> Gage said the exact same thing he said was this before or after Supergirl I was like well it was definitely before because I think this was during Glee that she did yes. this and I this myself made... was a Gleek so of course uh, edited by Tom Cross I say that because he won an Oscar for this uh, Music... as he should I can't wait to talk about it music by um Wisconsin's own Justin Hurwitz. Is that true? Yes. He graduated from Nicolette High School in Glendale. When my school had a bomb threat, we had to borrow their metal detectors. <laughs> That's all I have to offer right now. <laughs> uh, released on October 10th, 2014. Uh, mm -hmm. with Good a budget year. of th $3.3 .3 million. It made $49 million at the box office. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 94% approval rating. Intense, inspiring, and well-acted, Whiplash is a brilliant sophomore effort from director Damien Chazelle and a riveting vehicle for stars J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller. Now, I'm going to say something. I know it's not crazy. Everyone out here saying, oh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller was so hot in Top Gun. No, bitch. He was so fine with his little baby face in this movie. Are you kidding me? I remember thinking it back when I was working on a paper while trying to watch this mistake, number one. And I thought it mm -hmm. again now, okay? He was so stinking cute. Is he cuter yeah. in this or in... Footloose. Dirty, not Dirty Dancing, Footloose. He was so cute as a little cowboy. High school Anna ate that shit up with a spoon. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was in the theaters like, that's the sound of me eating. Because, and he was a little, I was in my cowboy, like obsessive era. I'm still in it. Mm -hmm. Like a cowboy's hot. Let's just sure. be real. And um, I was like, dang. And then everybody's like, oh, the mustache. No, y'all don't understand. I've been here. I've been here. Just like I have with Will Poulter when he was a little skinny boy and he didn't have good hair. I was here. 
You don't okay. need any of the superficial facade put upon no. the the true essence of the man is what I'm hearing. A mustache, mm-hmm. some no. some muscles. You don't no. need any of that. I like you just, when they you look see a their face in. <laughs> I just like it when they look a little weird. Oh my god. He, okay, listen. In Footloose, Miles Teller was just tall and wearing a mm-hmm. cowboy hat and mm-hmm. also wearing camouflage. And I was down bad for a country boy. I believe it. Oh, my God. Man, I'm reminiscing. Dang, I still dress like this. <laughs> this is a little cringe to look at right now. He's wearing... Oh, oh man. And, of course, I looked up Miles Teller Footloose, and there he is, mustache and all. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is memory lane. Thank you, Dan, for coming down Thirst Road with me. Me and the You're girlies. You're welcome. If anybody wants to talk about it, I'm here. I'm here to talk about Miles Teller with you. Anyway. At the eighty at the eighty seventh annual Academy Awards, Whiplash was nominated for five awards, winning three. It won Best Sound Mixing, Best Film Editing, and Best Supporting Actor for J.K. Simmons. Uh, it did not win Best Adapted Screenplay, which it was nominated for. Instead, that went to The Imitation Game. Oh, that's a good movie, too. It also did not Very win. Sad. It shouldn't have been Best Adapted Screenplay, also. It should have been Original Screenplay. The Academy mm-hmm. rules are really stupid. Um, mm-hmm. It also did not win Best Picture. That went to, do you know what won Best Picture in 2014? Hmm. I think it's a movie that you have seen. What? I don't know. I guessed. I still have Miles Teller's stuff up in front of me, so I said it. Divergent? It was 2014. I don't know. What was it? In 2014? It is a movie that I'm pretty sure you have seen. Uh, it's It's all supposed to be one shot. Oh, Boyhood? No. Oh, I know. Not boyhood, boyhood is very much not one shot. I forgot. I thought that was the... Never the, mind. I don't know why I said that. The other B one movie. Shot. The B movie? No! Oh, B movie, not Boyhood. Bor- Birdman! Birdman! Yes, Birdman. I should have known that because I was like, oh, there's so many drums this year. <laughs> oh, I'm a fool. Yeah, 2014. Heavy year of drums. Um, the other drum nominees... Year. Other nominees for Best Picture this year... A uh, Birdman, like we said, that one. Uh, American Sniper. Yeah. A lot of. There was some controversy, but you know who was in that randomly? Jonathan Groff. Yeah, that's weird. He played somebody who lost their leg, and I was like, "Sir, you do theater? What? Aren't you?" <laughs> Aren't you in Frozen? Like, I knew who he was, but you know what I mean? I was like... I I think similar to... There is a trend that has been going around on Twitter of... I, I think American Sniper is a co-worker movie. What does that mean? It's a movie that your co-worker, who isn't really into movies, goes up to talk to you about. Because you're like, oh, you like movies. I just saw one. American Sniper. No. No, my coworkers all come to talk to me about the Sandlot. That's how it should stay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about American Sniper because when I was watching it, somebody else that I knew, who I will not mention at this time, saw me watching it and was like, why would you watch that? It's based on a horrible person. And I was like, I'm trying to watch okay. all the Oscar movies. There was a lot of drama. The drama was dramaing, and I just don't want to relive that because... <laughs> I don't want to feel like a bad person for trying to watch all the Oscar movies just because the boy I liked was also trying to watch all the Oscar movies and I wanted to do it too. Mm. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to feel like a bad person because of the boy you liked 10 years ago. Uh, The other... (laughs) I still kind of (laughs) do. It's somebody you know, so... (laughs) Uh, Other ones. Boyhood. Yep. Grand Budapest Hotel. Didn't watch that one. Fucking wild. That one, you. That seems like the one you would like the most. I feel like I should have watched it because the designer went to Marquette. But oops, sorry. Yeah. Ring out a Hoya, I guess. Uh, the Imitation Game. Loved. Selma. Ooh, the soundtrack to Selma is banging, but I never saw the movie. The Theory of Everything. Don't know her. 
Eddie Redmayne as Stephen Hawking. Oh, I have seen that one. I just lied to you. That was I didn't Bleh. love that. No. If I'm gonna have to choose British people for that year, it's gonna be Benedict Cumberbatch. It's gonna mm-hmm. be the Imitation Game. Uh, and then Whiplash. Um, when was the first time you saw Whiplash? It was with you, Daniel. Yes, it was. It was oh. in. It was in our friend's college dorm room. Mm-hmm. Um, I was writing a paper. <laughs> Mistake number one. <laughs> we. We specifically wanted to watch Whiplash. Yes. And he had a, like, media server set up that he was like, oh, I can find anything on here. He could not find Whiplash on it. Oh, I love a good college TV setup, though. And then I remembered that I owned it on DVD. So I went down to my dorm to grab it, but it was not in the Mm -hmm. case. And I was like, where is Whiplash? And we posted... On the Marquette Ticket Exchange Facebook group, does anyone mm-hmm. in our dorm have a DVD copy of Whiplash that we can watch? Mm. No traction. None. And then I realized I the, the disc wasn't in the case because I had watched it like a week earlier. Classic, so it was Dan. still in <laughs> my DVD player. So we grabbed oh. it. We watched it. It was a great time. I love this movie. I was actually really excited that you wanted to watch it. I was really, really mm-hmm. excited. Um, Gage was not excited. He said, this is a nightmare. I hate this movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he said, he's like, it's going to be three hours long. I don't want to watch it. I said, the movie's an hour and what? 45 minutes long. You will yeah. live. And then today I put on the music in the car because sometimes I just get the ba 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 stuck in my head. And so I just like oh, turn absolutely. on the whiplash. Yes. And he's like, I don't want to be the kind of person who listens to drums in my free time. And then I put it on today and he goes, well, look at that. I'm the kind of person who listens to drums in my free time. <laughs> so Gage doesn't like this movie. He thinks it feels really long. I love this movie. What is think- wrong with him? This movie he's flies sick. by. I know. He's sick. I think J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller give the performance of a lifetime in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all, incredible. I'm gonna start there. They just both. I said Miles Teller eight, J.K. Simmons eight. I loved it. No crumbs, no criticisms. <laughs> um, th- that I agree with you completely. Maybe yes. not on the no criticisms part. I have very, oh. very few criticisms. Uh, I didn't very like few. how much they used the the slur for gay people in this movie. But you know what? It made me a bad person was saying character it. more. Yes, it wasn't for just shits and gigs, so it was fine. Not fine. Yes. Don't take that out uh, of context. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm trying to get Please comfortable. Take this out it's of hot in here. I don't have anything on <laughs> under this onesie, so I can't unzip it. I have made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> uh, the first time that I saw Whiplash was I was still in high school, and for my radio class. One of our assignments every year was you'd get assigned a Oscar-nominated movie. You would have to see it and then make a review of it, like a Dang. radio review, five-minute sort of thing. Uh, okay. It was totally random. I got uh, Whiplash was the one that I was selected to do. Phenomenal. Um, Your luck could not be luckier. Really. It, it was already out of theaters at that point, so I went and I rented the DVD from the library um, and I watched Phenomenal. it and I was like, holy shit. Dan, you this just won the lottery. This is incredible. Yes. Yeah. This is, uh, wow. It, it, and it, since immediately I was like, oh, great. Top 10 movie. Love this so much. And it stayed there this entire time. And like, yeah. it has everything that I'm looking for. It has like a, it's so propulsive the entire way through. And I think that's something that Damien Chazelle does really well in all of his films. He has such, because he's a musician, he has such like a handle on moving, on like movement within story and movement within scenes and like knowing when it's time to move on to something else, how to stay on beat with something, how like 
the the language of film is a song within itself. He does and mm-hmm. with a movie that's specifically about music, it just ugh, beautiful. It just to me, you know, let's dive right in. I'm gonna say some technical things for once in my life instead of saying I've been voting this <laughs> off of vibes. The juxtaposition of sound and silence in this movie is beautiful. Gage and I were actually both remarking mm-hmm. on that. And I think the way it's shot creates such intensity and anxiety and it just puts you in it. You're just in the movie. Also, the vibes yes. are amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, Immediately, one criticism. Mm-hmm. The number of V-neck shirts. On J.K. Simmons. <laughs> no, on Miles Teller, on um, not Riverdale Archie, the other drummer. Oh, yeah, Mr. Mr. Redhead. I didn't, Connelly. I don't know the actor. Yes. Name. The three drummers in this movie are Miles Teller dressed in, well, as he gets more involved in drumming, he wears fewer V-necks. Um, Dang. Unfortunate, truly. <laughs> redheaded football player Connolly, who's just a cutie. Who's like He's fine. He's My eyes so are nice. not on him. He's too normal looking. He he seems very nice. And like he acts nice in the movie too. If I'm not looking at J.K. Simmons' python arms or Miles Teller's sweaty face, I am not interested. <laughs> and then the third drummer, for some reason, is oh always dressed like Steve from Blue's Clues. Yes. He's also always frowning, and I feel like his will to live has been broken. He looks like the picture of Noah Baumbach at a Knicks game. Where Greta Gerwig is like smiling and having a great time, mm-hmm. and he's just frowning there like a sad puppy the yes. whole movie. Love a good frown. I, throughout high school and college and now, whenever I would need to like really like hunker down and write a paper or something, do I know mm-hmm. what the two soundtracks that I would listen to to get myself going were? What? They were this and Birdman. <laughs> Really? Mine was the Godfather, so that's crazy. <laughs> Heavy drums. Heavy drums drive drums. me forward. I like the, the smooth. Like, I like that kind of. Mm. I'm not trying like to float juices. my way through an assignment. Oh. I'm trying to brute force my way to the end of this paper. I'm writing it all single spaced so then I can feel like I don't have to write as much. Single spaced? Uh, immediately barf. No, I always wrote everything double-spaced because writing single-spaced felt like forever. Always always single-spaced. I would just be, like, locked in, knocking out 2,000 words in a couple hours, and then double-spacing it, turning it in, not proofreading it, or, like, Dan. rereading or anything. Okay. It went well. Yeah, that's I true. I graduated I- twice. I think I um, was a little bit more fast and loose with my having papers reviewed when I was younger. Whereas now, before I make any sort of social post, I reread it like six times to make sure I didn't misspell something. Oh, Or sending absolutely. an email, same thing. Um, make sure I didn't accidentally drop any inappropriate language or call someone something bad <laughs> without realizing it. Maybe that's my you- anxiety talking. Whenever somebody would mention in class, they were like, oh, yeah, I'm working on my first draft of this paper. I'm like, hold up. What do you mean first draft? (laughs) One, you've started it. It's not due for three days. Two, you're going to write it again? No. I had a professor once in college who was like, okay, so I wasn't in honors or anything. I just took English for freshmen. And for some freaking reason, that meant we had to learn how to write a paper, even though I had been doing it for umpteen million years. And mm-hmm. he was like, so what we're going to do is I'm going to have everybody write an intro paragraph and then we're going to get together and talk about it. So I just wrote the whole paper and then brought it and was like, I don't write intro paragraphs till the end. So here's the whole paper. And he's like, <laughs> okay. Why are you in this class? Literally. Well, Listen, my mom thought I was in lower English because I didn't apply myself. It's because I can't spell. (laughs) And I didn't like to read. So. That'll do it. I'm smart. I just didn't want to try. 
<laughs> you just want to be a cowboy. I just want to be a cowboy. Um, someone who does want to try and who we meet at the beginning of the film is Andrew Neiman. Mm. He is a, a Miles Teller. He's a cutie pie. He has no he friends. Um, It'd be like that. Okay. His friend is his dad. He has one friend, his father. That's okay. He does not know his mother. Um, I can fix him. He is a jazz drummer at Schaefer Conservatory, the number one music school in the world, they say, in New York City. Um, he is driven. It's about drive. It's about power. He stays hungry. He devours. Yes. He puts yes! in the work and he puts in the hours to take what's his. That doesn't roll quite as smoothly, but yes. No, when you turn it to third person, it doesn't work. Um he is practicing his drums in a practice room that is always open. He never has to fight for a practice room. Yeah, uh, I feel like if he's at a music school, there's always going to be people in the practice rooms. Like, maybe he had to sign up for that time frame. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that makes sense to me. Because even in high school, it was impossible to get your hands in a freaking practice room. Right? Yeah. No shot. But people were also like using the practice rooms to make out. So, I mean, they can no. stay in there if they want. I'm gonna be drumming. Yeah, but like, can you just like go over there? I won't even look at you. Like, don't <laughs> worry about it. I just need to practice. Fair. Imagine booking a practice room just to go make out in secret. That's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's you have a paper trail of when you make out. Literally. Oh, my God. I guess, like, if you're a cheater, that would be good. Not good, but, like, helpful. Because then if your your girlfriend's like, where were you? And you're like, babe, I was in a practice room. Mm. Don't get any ideas, cheaters. I'm on to you. I know your, your tricks. <laughs> you know your game. Yeah. Uh, so... He, Andrew is practicing his drums uh, in this practice room when Terrence Fletcher, J.K. Simmons, buff as fuck, walks in. God damn. For what? Literally for what? He's so ripped. It works. It makes him much so much more menacing. If he was just like an average dude, no, you could tell. If, one, if you look that ripped... It kind of seems like there's something like intense about like intensely wrong about you, like uncomfortable. So well, which it adds to the character. I'm like, is he that ripped because he conducts so hard? Like Maybe. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like he's just going so hard, it's just his arms are just flexed. Like Yeah, I, he doesn't lift I, at all. It's all just from <laughs> conducting so hard and throwing I mean, chairs. Con- conducting oh god, yeah. I'm conducting right now and like it mostly feels like a lot of forearm work. So is he in the gym? Forearm like, and shoulder, doing, yeah. Yeah, doing reps, like lifting chairs to better throw them at students. <laughs> Maybe. These are the questions, Dan. <laughs> These are the criticisms that the movie does not mm-hmm. have answers for. Did um, anyone here take a music theory class? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they do a reading of the music first? Why don't they go oh over it God. before they're given it? Um, Did anyone so hear count? <laughs> they, Terrence asks Andrew some info about his life, and he asks him why he stopped playing, and then he starts playing again. Um, and then he said, why did you start playing? Are you some fucking wind-up monkey? Traumatized already. It's been two seconds. I'm traumatized. Mm-hmm. Andrew plays for him again as he is playing. He gets caught up in the music and Fletcher leaves. Oh, man. But then he comes back. Oh, yay. To grab his jacket. Oh, oh. man. Kick kick the dirt. Kick the dust. What am I trying to say? Uh, you do that little... <laughs> Dear listener, you couldn't Shoot. hear me, but I was... Yeah. Oh, gosh darn. <laughs> oh, you were doing a Marty McFly. <laughs> Oh, talk. <laughs> God dang. Uh, I went to an audition this past weekend and somebody's like, I'm singing Back in Time from the Back to the Future musical. And everyone was like, I don't know that one. And I was like, what? It's what? I mean, Huey if they said, I'm singing that. Back in Time from Huey, and the Lu- Huey Lewis and the News, I think they would know it. 
I was looking around, and I was like, number one, have none of you seen this movie? Number two, none of you like Huey Lewis? Number three, none of you read American Psycho? <laughs> well, that's and Power of I... Love, isn't it? No. No, it's hip to be square in American Psycho. Well, American Psycho, they just talk about Huey Lewis in the news. In the movie, it's they use hip to be square as the oh. the scene where Jared Leto secret. gets killed. Let me let you in on a secret. This isn't a secret. This isn't a secret. I know your secret. That I hated that book so much I never saw the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm reading a book right now and she just said, and then I read American Psycho and I said, I need to put this book down. <laughs> anyway, off topic. Um, so Andrew's in the studio band where he's the page bitch. Uh, Aww. he just turns the pages for the drummer. Um, and then like that sometimes Fletcher comes in, um, looking for members of his band. He conducts everybody. Um, and he tells both, he tells the drummer to come at six in the morning to their top band. And I said to Gage, if that's what it takes to be successful, count me out. (laughs) Yeah. Count me. I I do work at 6 a.m. It sucks. Um, Gross. I wake up at 6.30. I yearn. I yearn Mm -hmm. for that late wake-up call. Um, It's nice. Andrew goes to the movies uh, where he meets Melissa Benoit whose character is apparently named Nicole. That's my one criticism. Very underdeveloped. Yeah. She doesn't have much of an internal life going on. You know what? I am a feminist. But it's not about her in this movie. This movie's about men and music. That's why it's such a minor critic. Like, her character isn't very developed, but, like... And I'm not saying this in a way to... This is going to sound weird. She is a means to an end in the story. Yeah, it's just a symbol for, you know, his lack of... Some might call it a high hat Well-roundedness. Oh, a drum reference. Well, you said a symbol. Oh, my God. Okay, well... (laughs) Great. Thank you for listening to this episode of In Conclusion. We've made our one drum joke. Now we're going to end the podcast. Um, Great. <laughs> we so did it, Joe. He's at the movie theater. He's at the movie theater with his dad. Uh, this could be improved if they had the Dune popcorn bucket, but instead they just have to kind of eat around the raisinets in the popcorn. Oh my God. Gage made a Dune popcorn bucket at dinner with my parents today. A uh, popcorn bucket joke at dinner with my parents today. <laughs> uh. Did they get it? No. They were like, what's that? And I was like, we're not talking about this right now. Thank you so much. Um, so he wakes up late at 6.03 when he's supposed to be there at 6 a.m. He rushes over to the class, um, but empty classroom. Nobody's there because rehearsal starts at 9 a.m. So Andrew just waits around there for three hours. I was so pissed. Mind games. So pissed. Um. At exactly nine, everybody arrives. Fletcher comes in. They start practicing the song Whiplash. Oh, banging. Phenomenal. And a someone is out of tune. It's a saxophonist. Fletcher verbally abuses, mildly, to put it that way, um, mildly? a saxophonist. He, I to put it mildly, he, I meant oh, okay. not, not that he mildly verbally abuses him. To put it mildly, he verbally abuses him. Yes, I was stressed the whole time. I was uncomfortable. That's all there is to say about that. Uh, it is, the saxophonist he is yelling at is functionally Gomer Pyle from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. But without the whole second half of that story, um, he kicks him out of the band. He wasn't actually the one who was out of tune. It was somebody else who was out of tune, and Fletcher uses it. Gives a moral reason, but he didn't know, and that's even worse. God, I hated it. 
Is it? Is it Fletcher? Is <sighs> it? I don't even know. Um, and then Andrew, after a break, Andrew gets up on the drums. He's a regular buddy rich. He's playing along. Everything's going great. Until he gets slightly off tempo. Nightmare. And then, okay, when I did this radio review, we were supposed to use audio clips from the movie as, like, interstitials and sound. Do you know how difficult, A, it was to get a clip that I could put on my high school radio station that was I'd be like, <laughs> appropriate uh... enough? think i can do that but thank you so much for giving me this project and or it would just be also, music that would have worked a lot better i didn't do that um i would just take these quotes out of context i would be giving the review and then i would just go do you know why i just hurled a chair at your head neiman and then go Literally. right back into my review <laughs> my amazing like, i kind of want to hear happening? it no i love it i, I would might still have it up. please send it over if I have it, I will post it on our socials so everybody can hear my review of Whiplash. My 15-year-old review. Review from a 15-year-old. 17. I was going to say, this movie's not 15 years old. Do not put that on me. No, it's only 10. Thank God. I was about to shit myself for real. Um, so Fletcher hurls a chair at Neiman because he gets off tempo, and then it's... Is this the most famous? I think this whole scene is the the most memor like famous scene from the movie, the most memorable one. The rushing or dragging, and he slaps himself in the face as he's uh, counting. This one stressed me out for real. It's so good, though. Yeah, it is good. Just in my head, at points, I have there are two voices going, start counting. Five six seven eight five six in four. Damn it! One two three four. One two three four. One two three four. Was I rushing or was I dragging? I don't know. I guess we'll do it again. One two three four. One two three four. One two three four. It's just. It's such good filmmaking. I know. It's it's like even hearing you do it, and I'm seeing it in my eyes. I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> but like in a good way you know what i mean like the movie is so good mm -hmm. it's making me uncomfortable because of how yeah. like intense it is you're really yeah. it, 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 it you're empathizing with it with him yeah so mm -hmm. much yeah um and then fletcher starts crying uh or not Fl fletcher does not start crying andrew <laughs> starts crying Biggest mind game of all. J.K. Simmons sobs. Um, Fletcher's him. mocking him about his family. Um, and then makes him yell, I'm upset, a bunch. And Andrew is embarrassed. Insulted. Yeah. I would be mortified. I would never show my face in this town again, to be honest. <laughs> um, so... Then he starts practicing more, gets more invested, brings the drums into his apartment, which you would think would lead to at least a noise complaint from his neighbor. Yeah, if my neighbor was drumming all night, I would be saying something about it, to be honest with you. I would be like, hey, can you maybe invest in one of those drum sets where you can like put your little headphones in and then I don't have to fucking hear it? Mm-hmm. Because I know they exist. Here's the link to one. <laughs> That's what I would do. Hi, could you invest in six-inch thick foam padding yeah. for the entirety of your apartment? Fucking literally, man. Um, and he's practicing. He's getting blisters on his fingers, to quote Ringo Starr. Um and then he's practicing. He's into it. He's sticking his hand into pitchers of ice. What a visual. Ew. It was so gross. I was like, and there it is, the horror aspect of this movie. <laughs> um, so at their first jazz contest, uh, Andrew is given Tanner, sad Noah Bombax sheet music, mm -hmm. um, 
which he then misplaces mysteriously. Yeah, what do you I think don't love that. To it? I think Fletcher took it. I do too. Because he literally said, if anybody misplaces their stuff again, I'm going to kill you, essentially. And I think he saw it was set down, and so he took it. Mm hmm. Like, that's just what I in inferred. I also. The way that Neiman is hazed into the concert band or in the top band. Does he do that with everyone? Yeah, I think he's just mean to everyone. So uh, that's why everybody is like, oh, this is just what happens. This is what he does. They were all wild horses who were broken. Yes. Mm. Wild hot horses. Hot horses <laughs> couldn't tear me away. Thank you. Uh, Tanner does not know the music without the sheet music, though, but Andrew does. He knows it from memory, um, and he does it well, and he gets promoted to core drummer after his play of Whiplash. Amazing. Ba, 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 ba. Amazing. Watching this makes me wish I didn't stop playing the stand-up bass. Really? It makes me glad I don't play violin anymore. I gotta be honest. Violin isn't a very cool instrument. No. I think stand-up bass is super cool. It is. And here's the thing. In a lot of books, when a man's supposed to be, like, sexy but soft, a lot of times, like, if he's a musician, he plays the violin. And I am so fucking mm -hmm. sick of that narrative because, number one, I play the violin and it is not a sexy instrument. Number two, I've dated guys no. who play the violin and it is not a sexy instrument. Mm -mm. We talked about this last week. It's a, it's a weeping instrument. Violin is not a sexy instrument. I will die on that hill. <laughs> if there was a violin Never... in this movie, would you be like, one star? I'd be like zero stars. I'd be like, Dan, I'm not watching violin whiplash. I don't want to see <laughs> like someone slicing their fingers open, changing a string and getting hit in the face with a string when it pops up. I've lived it. They're covered in rosin. Oh, I'm all. Oh, God. And it's so sticky. Oh, zero out of ten. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, and they're playing like Suzuki method instead of jazz music. Ugh. Anyway. So that was a deep cut. then that was a very deep cut <laughs> for the violinists out there. I learned Suzuki method. What's your bow grip? Shut up. Wrong. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Andrew goes to a Thanksgiving dinner uh, or some sort of family dinner. I assume it's Thanksgiving dinner with his dad and then his cousins um, where his family obviously is not interested in hearing about him. They're much more focused on Division Three college football, Carlton quarterback superstar, his cousin. Um, this should have me angry. I think it's my, my sister-in-law went to Carlton. Hmm. She was at Carlton when this came out, and I was like, hey, that's fun. I just didn't like it because it just – it was too real, you know. Everybody being like, like no. Look at these accomplishments. Mm -hmm. They're all sports. Except that's not even true. Like, my family always praised me and was like, so my cousin is doing great in sports, and also Anna has a show. Like, I, I am a liar. I'm being dramatic to be dramatic. <laughs> but, like, I say this, like, my family literally did not even support me, and they all did. So, <laughs> oh, darn, my family loves me, and they came to all my shows. Ugh. Nightmare. I just think from this point on, you're kind of like slowly, slowly, like just watching the movie, you're slowly receding into whatever article of clothing you're wearing and like peeking out above your collar. Like, oh, stop it, Andrew. These people yeah. want to love you. Yeah. And he, he's just, he's just salty and he definitely needs therapy. And it's partially because mm -hmm. of what's, what Fletcher is saying. And it's partially because of what he's experienced in his life. You know what I mean? Yes. I just wish, like, do you know how hard, and this is why I like this movie, because it makes me feel things and it makes me want to interact with it. Like, I wish I could just climb into the screen and be like, hey, bud, you wouldn't feel this sad and this, like, obsessed if you were well-rounded. 
Have you tried reading a book? Have you tried crafting? <laughs> Have you tried playing a video game? I don't know. Something mm-hmm. to take your... And I'm not talking about rock band, like a different video game. <laughs> Pause. No drums. Take a break. Find a new activity. Go to the gym. I don't care. Something. Hey, Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich is great. You know, love Buddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Have you tried looking up to anyone else? Yeah, I would be like, hey, honey, I have my idols, too. But, you know, I think Bernadette Peters would tell me that it's okay that I like to sew sometimes. <laughs> so. Who knows? Buddy Rich, Buddy Rich even did heroin. Have you tried doing drugs? No, Just that's something. too far. Just something. <laughs> too far. Too far. <laughs> oh. Uh, so at the next rehearsal, there is a triple drum challenge between Andrew, uh, Tanner, and then Connolly, the drummer from the other band, uh, to play Caravan, the next song that they are playing, which is to play the fastest possible tempo. Um, mm-hmm. It's a grueling competition of speed and drumming and bleeding and sweating and crying throwing up me sexy boys soaking wet yep <laughs> uh but because he can drum the fastest andrew gets the part back uh which he had taken away from him he blows up about it, it takes freaking hours for them to get to that point and then they go right back into rehearsal got no time no time to waste after they wasted five hours. Oh my god, I hated that. That just screams disrespectful of everyone's time. And I'm not even blaming that Fletcher? on the drummers. That's Fletcher. Fletcher is disrespectful of everyone's time. Yes. Him? No. Oh god, it drives me nuts. I'm like, hello. The I don't even like dragon. Yes. I didn't Listen, get that Dan, at all. You know that I personally, maybe you don't know this, but I personally cannot stand when somebody says, okay, we're going to be starting at this time or we're going to be ending at this time and they do not show up. Granted, I'll give a 15 minute buffer on every side, Mm -hmm. but if somebody is holding me longer than they're supposed to or doesn't show up when they say they're going to, it drives me nuts. Like when I used to work... Yeah, and not so much like, you know, if I have meetings going on at work, it doesn't bother me because I can find something else to do. But if I'm like, when I worked in retail, oh my God, if somebody didn't show up for their shift or um, was running late, I used to get so mad. So mad. Or even for lunch. Give a warning at least. Yeah, like, hey, I'm running 20 minutes late. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. Thank fine. you. Cool. Or like um, bosses when I worked in retail and they'd be like, hey, you have to stay until your lane is closed, until your lane is done. But then people keep getting in line mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to put a closed sign up. <gasps> oh, that used to make me so mad. Fight. Oh, my God. Now I'm just angry. Anyway, back to Whiplash. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Andrew's taking the bus to the next competition, gets a flat tire. This stressed me out. This is this stressed me out to, so bad. Has to rent a car, uh, leaves his drumsticks at the rental office. Um, Nightmare he lies scenario to Fletcher all around. And says, I left him in the car. I just got to go back. He races back, gets the drumsticks. As he's driving back, one of the other members of the band calls him. They're like, are you driving? What the that hell? That was funny. I'm not going to lie. That had me laughing. And then he hangs up and he immediately gets hit by a truck. And this is one of the times when silence was just giving. Mm-hmm. Like, Because you're going from it. such a cacophony of sound over the past hour, yes. basically. To just nothing. I loved it. Uh, he... he crawls out of the wreckage as the truck driver's like hey you don't just stay here are you good and he 
limps his way to the competition, um, covered in blood, suit ripped, um, but he insists that he is the one who needs to play Caravan. Um, he cannot do it because he is losing large amounts of blood and is injured. Um, so Fletcher stops it and tells him to stop playing. Um, and then upset Andrew tackles him and attacks him. And as such, he gets expelled. I'm just going to say this. If I have a student attacking a teacher. Mm -hmm. Because this is after they find out that one of his other students passed away, correct? Yes. Correct. If that's an investigation that's already going on, and then, and I don't know if the school knows about it or not. But if that's an investigation that's already going on, and then a student jumps and attacks this person with mm-hmm. no prior aggravated assault or anything like that, no prior record, because I feel like by the time you're 18, if you have anger issues like that, it would have popped up already, right? Yeah. Don't you think you would say, pause, let's put this person on paid leave and look into this? For the health I don't of our think students. I would because I'm not good at connecting things. Okay, well, you're not the <laughs> dean, I guess. I don't know. This is just, I would be like, hmm, kind of weird it happened twice. Yeah. Hmm. A little bit of a surprise. Um, because, like I said, it just, to me, I mean, I know I'm an outsider looking in. Mm-hmm. But it's a little suspicious. Also, well, sorry if you can say, hear things. Sus. I'm futzing with stuff over here. Ah, uh, and a big futzer. Yeah, I am. Uh, so after he gets expelled, he meets with a lawyer representing Sean Casey, who is the student that died. Um, Fletcher said it was a car accident. It wasn't. He died by suicide. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. From... Depression and anxiety caused by Fletcher's abuse. Uh, And after taking moments to consider it, Andrew agrees to testify anonymously and Schaefer gets fired. Uh, Deserved. Then Andrew stops drumming. He's working at a sandwich shop. He's leading what appears to be, if not a fulfilling life, one that is decent. He needs to learn to drum for fun, you know? Yeah. Drum with your favorite Uh, songs. That's all I can offer. Rock band. This is when you can get into rock band. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, He sees Fletcher playing piano at a jazz club where they reconnect. And Mm -hmm. Fletcher says that his methods were harsh, but they needed him um, because... Charlie Parker only became who he was as a musician after a symbol was thrown at his head. Uh, So he says specifically, the two most dangerous words in the English language are good job. I hate that. I hate that. Hard disagree there, buddy. Hard disagree. And when I say I hate that, I really mean I love it because I hate this character so much. Thank you. Just to clarify. Um, My brother has a friend or he knows somebody who he was talking about this movie with him Mm -hmm. and his friend was like, yeah, you know, um, whiplash. I really related to that movie because I had a teacher who was like really demanding and really pushing. And like, he really like got me to be the best at what I was doing. And he was like, is that what you thought the message of whiplash was? That this is good? What? (laughs) No, that's not the takeaway, girl. At all. Uh, Woof. So then he gets invited to play the drums in the jazz festival um, that is upcoming. They need a drummer. He's available. At the jazz festival, first song, Fletcher walks up to him, goes, I know it was you. That had me stressed immediately. 
I. Um, that's a jump scare. That's Jason Blum. He's like, you know what? Make this so fucking juicy. <laughs> this twist. And then they start playing a song that Andrew has never heard before, has no idea what to play, does not go well, gets humiliated in public in front of uh, these people who are established to be like the big wigs of jazz music. Nightmare scenario. Um, so then... He walks off stage. His dad comes in and hugs him. Like, it's okay. We can leave. Uh, But instead of taking the opportunity to leave, he instead goes back into hell, gets back on the drum kit, starts drumming immediately, cutting off Fletcher. And a star, star power. 15 minutes, the last 15 minutes of the movie, basically, are this propulsive back and forth between him and Fletcher drumming and like jazz music going on. And it's got me going, I'm dancing dear listener. Mm -hmm. It feeling it. It's just this build and like this back and forth with such, with very little dialogue. Um, There's a, the, starts they start off fighting and eventually it's like does fletcher respect him at the end i think he does or is it i've fully got him i've fully broken this kid i hope it's not that one i really i i think i looked at it as though it was respect and i really hope that that's what it is but i think they should both go to therapy at the end I do too. I read it the other way. I read it as Oh no. Fletcher thinking I won. Yuck. Yeah. But that's Whiplash. We did it. We did it. So good. So good. It is just every like just oh Chef's kiss. Amen. We we kind of did this in reverse because we said all this before the movie. But just like the, I I have nothing more to add that hasn't already been said. It, it's just no, like it's, oh, it's such a good just, movie. Dear listener, I assume you've you've watched this movie because I do find mm-hmm. it odd when people listen to podcasts specifically about individual movies that they haven't seen the movie. If that's what so, you do, yeah. more power to you. But you get more out of it if you've seen the movie. Um, Truly. And, like, if I ever need to just recommend, knowing nothing about a person, if I have to recommend a movie to them, this has to be up there. I agree. Like, if I'm, you know, I have my favorites, but if somebody's like, oh, what's, like, a more mature, like, award-winning movie you would recommend? I would suggest this one. I would you suggest. Know, as opposed to my, Yeah. Yeah. Tar. Because you should. Because <laughs> usually, like, I, I like would... horror movies and stuff, so usually it's like, okay, that would be my pick, but no. No, girl. It's gotta be. In such a bizarre way, this is a crowd pleaser. Yeah, I think it's because you love to hate the characters so much. You know? Yeah. And jazz. When jazz True. is used well, oh, I'm gonna works. say it right it now. Everyone who says they don't like jazz is a fucking liar. Because if you watch this movie, mm-hmm. tell me you're not tapping your toes. Right. It's good. The music is so beautiful. I don't like it. There's too much noise. Shut no, up. it's so good. It's so listen good. better. And I like that it's like. He's the drummer. He's not, you know, the pianist, which is a main thing, or like the trump, the trumpeter, trumpeter, trumpetist, trumpet player, or anything like that. Like he's the drums, which is like such a, I feel like a random instrument in a jazz band because no offense, drummers, you don't need to have drums to have a jazz band. Mm-hmm. So it just makes it that much more interesting to me personally. Yes. I have some trivia. There's a bunch of trivia about this. Okay, I'm ready because I have a question that's trivia related. 
Okay, this movie was shot over 19 days. Oh, that's the entire length of filming. They had 14 hour days. I would die. Um, this is the uh, prior to 2020. This was the lowest grossing film to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Really? Yes. $49 million at the box office. It never left limited release. Hmm. And I think it has had a much longer tail than a lot of movies that were nominated for Best Picture surrounding it. That's crazy because I really like it. And so to me, it's bonkers that people wouldn't just like be drawn to it. So. <laughs> I think it would have if it had a wider release. I mean, it was released by um, Sony Pictures Classics, mm-hmm. which is their like art house distribution label. Yeah, I feel um, like if they, I just think done they did put the weight behind it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this was nominated for best adapted screenplay and not best original screenplay because the short film Whiplash, which was just the first rushing or dragging scene um they shot that with a different actor playing andrew johnny simmons is the actor he played young neil in scott Mm -hmm. pilgrim versus the world okay Um, they shot that to get funding for the full movie um and then it was it came out first at sundance and then they did the full movie afterwards. And that's why it counts as adapted. Cause the short film came first. It's a dumb. It's just so random. Like, I don't know. That's so random to me. Um, Miles Teller was a drummer since his teens. But he was I was wondering drummer. if he was actually playing or not. In the non, when you can see him, he's actually playing when it's just like hands or something. That's not him interesting okay um he was yeah i watched a special feature on the dvd where he was saying like he was a rock drummer so he had to like learn how to hold the sticks differently it's a totally different technique um but he did have a background in it hmm that's cool i had no idea i mean i i'm a lowly violinist what do i know (laughs) nothing um, the slapping counting scene, he's actually slapping him. Mm. That's the only take that they did of, of that kind. Um, otherwise they were all fake slaps and it works so much better. A fake yeah. slap wouldn't have worked. No. Um, so originally Dane DeHaan was offered the role of Andrew he is in the Amazing Spider-Man Two as the Green as Harry Osborn. He's also in the movie Chronicle. Hmm. Oh, kind of a weird looking dude. Yeah. Um, and then the line "I will fuck you like a pig" mm-hmm. um, was originally written as "I will gut you like a fucking pig." Hmm. Why but the change, though? Jake Simmons thought the line was too ridiculous and wouldn't say it. So he said, I will fuck you like a pig. That too ridiculous? I feel like the second one is yeah. crazier. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, and then, so this is based off of Damien Chazelle's experience as a jazz drummer in an intense band in high school. Interesting. Um, and then... Damien Chazelle thinks that the ending says that Fletcher always thinks he beat Andrew. Like, he he sees the ending as Fletcher thinking he won. Why? Oh, okay. But, like, not why. Not I just... Gaining respect for each other. Okay. I still think it's respect. Because he's the devil. I suppose... Anna, would this movie be better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Andrew Neiman? Don't mess with perfection. Worse. (laughs) I just, I like it too much as is. 
No changes. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, no changes for me personally. You know, I do want to see him say, hey, fuck off, Johnny Utah, turn my pages, bitch. True. True. That line did have me laughing that would be a little fun. bit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but, no, I agree. I don't think it would work. I think there are few actors who could do as good of a job as Miles Teller did. Yeah. Um, but Jimmy Stewart as Fletcher definitely worse it'd be fun but it would be worse it would be unique <laughs> uh, 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 I will fuck you like a pig dear god I hate it uh, thank you so much uh, I can still fucking see you maybe Uh, on a scale of one to five bloody drumsticks, what do you give it? Five. There's no question. Yeah. Same. Like, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's just... What a picture. What a picture. Any... I don't know what else to any say. Any points I love that it. we I missed? No, I don't think yeah. so. I think it's just so great. I mean... Well, that's it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. What a movie! It. Just what a it's so it's so good to watch a good movie, like it a is. really really good movie. It is. It's great. It's refreshing. No offense to all the other movies we've seen. Um, <laughs> I think this is one of those movies that, like, when somebody says it was nominated for an Oscar, I go, "Yeah, that makes sense." You know, mm-hmm. like not to sound sound rude but <laughs> that's just how I feel no, I sometimes I I guess I'm still reflecting on how I saw poor things and I still don't understand I don't that was too far too far into the art mm-hmm. but this just far enough this works mm-hmm. um, if you want to find in conclusion on social media we're on Facebook and Twitter at Conclusion on Instagram at Inconclusion Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash Inconclusion. I am on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Otomus Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, Capital O for Auto, Capital B for Bots, Capital R for Roll in the O and Roll in the O and Out are zeros. Beautiful. Uh, we will be back next week with La La Land. Cannot wait. I've never finished this movie. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Oh, he's peeking. Peekaboo, bitch. A Creative Land podcast.